Welcome to another episode of the Revisited Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Kristen. This week on Revisited, we are covering Lost Season 6, Episode 16, What They Died For. It is the penultimate episode of the series. It is. I'm sad. We have this and the two-part finale left, and then we wrap up. Our coverage of Lost after only six and a half years. Yes. <laughs> after a full decade. <laughs> no, it hasn't been that long. We started when the show ended and we're just now wrapping now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there no, you go. It, it, um, it took us some time because, you know, we had some time off. Due to COVID pen- happened in between. Yeah. You know. But I'm going back, looking at, let's see, the first episode of this podcast dropped on May 28th of 2018. So, oh, my wow. God. So it's, it's been, been like five, five years. years. Yeah, it's been five years. Oy, oy, oy. Well, with like a year off in between. So, Well, and a lot of that had to do years. with the fact that there was COVID to deal with. Yes. Which you mentioned already. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I just... I just feel really bad that it took us five years to do this. <laughs> COVID mixed with anxiety and work life. and The world's on fire. The Shire is burning. Yeah, it still is. We've just learned to adapt to it. Yeah. We're, we just wear extra sunscreen now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. But yeah, so the penultimate of the series, and then uh, we have the finale 
which will be um, the end parts one and two in which um, our friend Jason from Podcastica, who was on with us for the pilot uh, is joining us for the finale again next episode. I'm putting this out there now before we get to the end of this episode, because sometimes I feel like some people might miss it because once they're done with the discussion, they kind of tune out. Um, We want a lot of feedback for the finale. I'm Mm. putting that request out there now. We, you know, we always get Steve. We've been getting Jason. Um, get Des from time to time. We get Des from time to time. We've had a couple other people here and there randomly. I'm putting the call out now for the finale next episode. We want we want to hear from you. We want to hear from mm-hmm. you guys on the listeners. We want to know what your thoughts on the finale were when it first aired. Have they changed since listening to the podcast? Um what are your thoughts on our coverage of the show? Uh, you know, up until this point, are you excited about Ted Lasso, which is where we're going next? Uh, we just we want to hear from you guys. So we're putting the call out there now, right at the beginning of the episode. Um, send us the feedback and we'll just I'll reiterate this again at the end of the podcast. But revisitedpod.com. Uh, is where you can find links on how to do that, or you can email us directly with either an email or a voicemail at feedback at revisitedpod.com. I just, I can't encourage it enough this time for this. It, this is the series finale. We want to hear from you. So. Yes, please. That said, uh, I will also put out there that as always, this is a spoiler full podcast. We will talk about things that have happened in the past and talk, talk, I, we might talk about things that happen in the finale as we're discussing this episode. So keep that in mind as we go forward. Season six, episode 16, what they died for. Where do you want to, what are your thoughts? Where do you want to start? Oh, well, first of all, I kind of remember why the ending was so frustrating and I think it's because, for me at least, I know what what's coming. I know what's next. Um, I know how this all ends, right? And so I'm kind of looking at it as I wish it was longer. I wish that we had a more fleshed out – like this would have been nice if this was in an extended episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we – we went a lot of different places in this episode and it would have been nice if this would have been like a full hour instead of 43 minutes. I, I get that. I, I kind of got a little bit of a sense of that too. When I finished this episode in that I, by the end of this episode, knowing that there's only two episodes left in the two part finale, I, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I was like, wow, like I, I feel like there's still so much more we have to wrap up and I'm surprised we get it done in that finale. Right. Uh, We do, but it still felt a little open, a little too open-ended going into a finale. Yeah. And I mean, it would have been nice to have been reminded of the concert, right? Cause, cause there's a lot, cause we've, heard about, Hey, we're going to go to a concert. We're going to go to a concert. Well, obviously we're going to the drive shaft concert. Yeah. If I remember correctly. So it would have been nice to have that kind of reminded to us in this episode after spending the entire last episode with Jacob, uh, mother and man in black. Well, it is, right? br- it is brought up in this episode. 
It is, but what I'm saying is it would have been nice to have seen something to remind us of the concert that we're going to because we've also seen David playing, you know, piano at his concert. Um, and David and Jack are talking about going to the concert. Um, but there's really no mention of what kind of a concert it is when they're talking about it. Well, and I also, if I remember correctly, I don't believe it is a drive shaft concert. I believe it is simply an orchestra with Charlie Pace from drive shaft. I don't okay. think other members of drive shaft are there. I think it's just Charlie. Okay. Cause I think, hmm. I, I think he was like, I, I think this was like drive shaft was their favorite band. So they brought in Charlie from drive shaft to perform with Daniel's this, favorite band, Daniel's favorite band. Yeah. Right. So they brought in Charlie to perform with this orchestra and with Daniel. Is Daniel part of this orchestra that's playing or is he just Daniel is a musician. The whole idea was that I think he wanted to play his music. Yeah, but I don't think I don't remember him being a part of the concert. Hmm. Well, we'll see next week. Yeah, we'll find out. I actually I plan on watching the finale two or three times. I if I have time. Yeah, if oh, we have a short turnaround this week. So if if there's time short turnaround for discussion, but not for feedback. Um, right. We're recording. Right, 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 we're right. recording. Jason is joining us on Wednesday to record the discussion portion. But then uh, Kristen and I are going to get back together again at the end of the week. So you, you still have until Friday or Saturday uh, to, to leave us feedback. So, right. Um, the discussion point will be over by then, but you still have time to leave the feedback. Um, yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't remember Daniel being a, not Daniel. Um, what is Jack's son's name? David. David. That's it. Um, I don't remember David being a part of the concert, but I guess. No, it, no, no. I said Daniel was a part of the concert. Oh yes. Uh, Daniel is a part of the concert. Right. That yes. No, that's what I was saying. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant David. Yeah. No, 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 no. Daniel. I said Daniel. Yeah. Okay. Daniel is a performer in the concert. Yeah, that was the whole point of his birthday party was that he wanted to play yeah. with Drive Shaft. Yeah. And well, but I think again, I think it's just Charlie. Um, I could be totally wrong about that, but I because otherwise, why wouldn't they have brought Liam and everybody else in at the same time as Charlie? Because Charlie is a mess. Well, because I think I don't think any of the other band members came. No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> just well, making the comment that Charlie is a disaster. Charlie is a disaster. Um, <laughs> we also have not seen Juliet yet, and we know that she does come back. I have. I was under the assumption that we had met her already, or that we I were going too, to have seen her by this point. It's all going to be in the cafe, that coffee shop. That coffee shop is still important. I don't think they go to a coffee shop. I think it's the the line will go get coffee sometime and we'll go Dutch. I don't think they actually go to a coffee see, shop. I thought I think that they went the to line. the coffee shop. Well, we'll see. Like I said, <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> so much for spoilers about the finale. Apparently, we don't remember it. We don't remember it. So we're going to go into it totally blind. Um, what we do know is that Hurley gets... Hurley gets the prize at the end. That's yes. it. Okay. Yeah. We can all go home. Um, I, I want to say too, I, one of the things I'll start off with uh, right off the bat at discussion of this episode is I really enjoyed the opening of this episode with Jack and David and Claire. Yes, me too. It was such a heartwarming scene. And I have to say as much as I am, I'm loving Jack's character right now. I'm sorry, Jack, uh, but opening a box of cereal Totally counts as making breakfast. 
I think I, he was just ribbing him. I don't care what anybody says because he, he says to David, like, uh, opening a box of cereal does not constitute making breakfast. Uh, yes, it does. You know what? It was so sweet and thoughtful <laughs> of David. You know, it really shows how far their relationship has come in this flash sideways. It's they're all at this. It's wonderful to see Jack settled. Yeah. I know that this is just his, you know, his flash sideways and he's learning, you know, he's going to move on and let go and blah, blah, blah. But it's really nice to see Jack so settled and happy and just wonderful. And I and like a, this Jack. And a family with Claire there as well. Yes. Yes. You know, and was, David and Claire look really happy to be, um, to be there as well. You know, yeah. David really excited that he has this new family member. Well, I told you when we, I talked when we talked about this last episode, it, like the yeah. idea of finding out that you have new family for some people, like it was for me is actually rather exciting. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's very cool seeing that David was like that and seeing David and Claire kind of just like getting along so well, even though it's probably hasn't been any, this is the first morning she's woken up in that apartment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in that house with with Jack and David. So, but seeing everybody together, sitting at the table, after knowing everything that Jack himself has been through in reality, uh, yeah, it was very heartwarming, and it was a great way to open the episode, especially after showing us and reminding us what happened two weeks ago. Yes, with every with Sun and Jin and Saeed and Lapidus. Let's not forget that we also lost Lapidus. We did? Yes. How do, no, we didn't. Yes, Lapidus we did. flies him off the island. Lapidus was on that sub. I, no, Lapidus got out of that sub because Lapidus flies the plane in the finale. I'm telling you, Lapidus was on that sub. Um, Lapidus, I'm, we're going to look it up right now because I'm telling you right now, Lapidus survived. No, Lapidus was on the sub. Frank Lapidus, first episode confirmed dead, last episode, the end. Episode count. Back on the island, season six, here we go, to the end. Presumed dead by the submarine survivors, Frank survived and made it to the ocean surface where he's found by Miles and Richard. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, he flies them off the island. Okay, all right. All right. Tell me, like Miles. Frank I love Miles. We lost Miles and Richard this episode. Like, it's just Miles is like, peace, I'm out of here. And you think <laughs> that he's with Whitmore and Zoe, and he's not. And then you see Ben and Richard, they're coming out, and Black Smoke Monster's like, bam, see you later, Richard. Okay, that's the end of Richard for no, now. It, for now, yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like all of a sudden, it's like we have these two characters, and you think you know where they are, and then they just. <laughs> Oof, but, I, but I love the fact that you're right. Miles is like, uh, okay, see ya. Like he yeah. has no qualms about anything that is happening. He's like, he has uh, no I'm loyalty going. to anybody, none. Well, and and I feel oh, no. Like he has ben, lo- he's a Sawyer. He has loyalty to Sawyer. Well, those because he spent. Are, I think those two are best friends. Yeah, he spent three years with with Sawyer, so he's with Lafleur. So he's uh, he's still on board with Sawyer. But yeah, I mean, I like the fact that. Ben gave him a walkie because he knew like Ben was like, I'm yeah, I'm not going to convince you to stay like you want to go, go. Here's a walkie in case I need you. Right. You know, and 
kind of lets him go and run off through the woods. And thank goodness he did, because he would have either ended up with Notlock or thrown into a tree like Richard. It was hilarious. Sorry. Just, like Richard's like, he wants me. I'm going to go end this. Bam. Bye. I don't need you right now. <laughs> he sends him into a tree. <laughs> um, You know, one of the other things I want to say, too, since we were talking about Jack earlier is, you know, we, we get that opening scene with everybody at the table together. We talked a little bit about this before, but Jack's bedside manner has now carried from the flash sideways to actual reality because his bedside manner now that he has become the man of faith his bedside manner is so much better than it ever was when he's sewing up kate's gunshot wound like he's like i'm i I apologize this is gonna hurt but i i have to do this it's like i already feel so much more comfortable with jack as a doctor again than i Mm. ever have i know I know, you know, but he, he loves Kate, you know, I mean, they have, they have three years of history together that he is still very much attached to her, very much loves her. So I can see how that can soften him in this moment. Yeah. You know, if it was uh Sawyer, he'd just be like, dude, bite down on a stick or something. I'm just going to do this real quick, you know? And I think, I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think maybe he he wouldn't be as kind and gentle with Hurley or Sawyer or Ben, you know, but it, this is Kate. Well, I mean, because, yeah, because, I mean, you know, kind of fast forwarding to the finale next episode, he that's who he's with in the church. Right. That's his that's his end game. That's his end game. Yep. He mo- yeah. he moves on with Kate and, you know. Yeah. I want to talk about I want to talk about something that you probably didn't notice, but I noticed it like right off the bat. And then I started to notice it even more and more throughout the episode. I don't know the meaning. Maybe you can tell me because I only because I've only had like an hour to really think about this. Um, So I noticed in the beginning when Jack and Sawyer are walking through the jungle, they're both wearing the same color blue. It's not blue. It's not just they're wearing blue. They're both wearing the same color blue and um except just he you know sawyer's in his button down and jack is in his t-shirt right so then i notice that um that Locke, ben saeed and hurley in both the flash sideways and on the island they're wearing the same like pinky purple color like rose mauve color like a red right so those four are all wearing red Sawyer, Jack, and Desmond are all wearing the same color blue throughout the whole episode, both uh, both flash sideways and um, on the island. And Kate is in, she's in black in the flash sideways, including the dress that um, Desmond gives her, but she's wearing gray on the island, which is interesting to me because Jacob even tells Kate, you know, yes, I crossed your name out, however... Um, it's just chalk on a cave wall. It's just chalk. If you want the job, you can have it. So she's kind of a gray character at this point. So that makes sense to me. But I did notice that there's definitely a blue and a red. And I and they're so... The, the reds are these weird mauve color. And they're, it's, it can't be a coincidence that they are all... All four of these characters are wearing the exact same shade of pinky red. 
So who were the characters wearing the red again? Locke, Ben, Saeed, and Hurley. Hmm. Now, I don't know what it means. Maybe you can even rewatch the episode and tell me if you see the same thing. But I just... Jack and Sawyer, when they're walking through... And Desmond, Desmond has the same color blue that Jack and Sawyer do in the flash sideways when he's wearing, he's wearing a black suit, but his shirt on underneath his black suit is that really dark, rich blue. Um, And Sawyer and Jack, I mean, they're walking through the woods side by side. They're wearing the exact same color shirt. It's very strange to me. I never really paid attention to it. It's not anything that I caught. Um, But we've, if if we've learned anything over all of these episodes of this podcast and this series, nothing is done unintentionally. Right. And the only thing that I can think of is that Ben and Hurley are, um, you know, protectors of the island at some point. Right. And not and Saeed are affected by the darkness and the smoke monster. Um, I don't know why Saeed is wearing the colors that he's wearing, but that's only in the flash sideways. Well, because he's wearing he, that color. no longer in the present. Right, exactly. Yeah. And Desmond, um, we haven't seen in the present. Right. And not Locke. So when you see Locke and Jack in the flash sideways at the end, when they're, when they're talking about Locke's surgery, Locke is wearing a plaid, like mostly pinky red, uh, button-down shirt, and Jack is wearing a dark blue uh, striped or checked shirt. Yeah. And in that scene, they're very much man of science, man of faith. Well, I mean, and, and you can't really go with light and dark in, in that sense either because they are, character, they are colors that aren't necessarily – they could both – Maybe that's it. And that the blue and red could be character could be colors that qualify as both light and dark. Mm. Depending on how you look at it, you could have a blue that could be a light color or a dark color. You have red that could be a light color or a dark color. Um, yeah. And maybe that's just it. Maybe it's maybe instead of using white and black as they've used up until this point, they're using two primary colors instead of neutral colors. Um showing that there there's a difference in the duality of these characters. Now Hmm. it is not light and dark. It is not, you know, um, uh, contrasting colors. It is their primary now. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's it. And Kate is wearing the gray. As you mentioned, she kind of does stand out because her name wasn't on that list anymore, Mm -hmm. but she could still be right. Right. I don't know. I, it's just, it was really interesting to me. Um, I didn't, I didn't catch Richard long enough to really check what was going on with his clothing. Cause he was, he sailed away stick style <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, miles was a miles shaped hole in the door. So, you know, I never really got their colors, but they're also not end game type of characters either. Like the ones that I just discussed now. Yeah. Um, it's just very, very interesting to me. And especially with Desmond tied in with the blue, because Sawyer and Jack, they're both very, they're both very alike. It's just that one wears his feelings on the outside and one wears his feelings on the inside. But Sawyer Sawyer and Jack are the same character to me. Um, 
it's it's the, really the reds, especially with Hurley thrown in there, it really threw me for a loop with that one. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll research it some more. Maybe I'll see if this color scheme goes into the finale at all. But it was something that I thought was worth mentioning, um, especially like to you, because I thought if maybe you had it on your radar that maybe you would have some sort of an insight next week when we talk about this. Yeah, I didn't I didn't take notice of it, but I'm very curious and I might actually go back and rewatch the episode again just to see if I, I see it. I'd also be very curious to go back a couple episodes to before we saw Desmond push in the well to see what color his shirt is. Yeah, that's a good idea. What episode was that? Um, what, like three episodes ago? I think ago? two or three episodes ago, yeah. Um, I, I want to say three episodes back is okay. when we saw Desmond and because last episode was across the sea. The other one before that was the candidate. Um, and at that point, Desmond is already in the well. Uh, so yeah, I think it's three episodes back is when we see Desmond before he's pushed in the well. And I think if I remember correctly, we had color schemes for each of the three characters and across the sea. Well, we did. We definitely had the black and the white with Jacob and, and his I brother. And then mother, mother was also kind of wearing like a neutral in between. But I think she was wearing some sort of a red, a red undershirt or something. I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to binge lost pretty much over and over until we record <laughs> the finale and just see what I see. It's going to be fun. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, but I like the fact that you mentioned too, we keep joking about Richard getting like knocked back and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Richard took a flight before he even got to the plane. <laughs> Uh, well, and when he left, I go, oh, there goes Richard. Well, he can't die. He's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually like, I had momentary I, worry for him. I actually had questioned it, too, at that moment, too, when he gets knocked back. I was like, oh, is this an opportunity that like Richard actually died? And then I went and I read the thing about Lapidus, and it says that Miles and Richard are the ones that discover Frank. And I'm like, oh, guess Richard isn't dead. No, he's fine. He it's got just, up. He shook it off. Yeah. Ate a mango. He feels better. <laughs> How about you? Where do you want to go first? Um, so we see more characters getting their wake up calls in the cross sideways. In uh, this time, Ben gets his, um, or at least he's on the verge of getting his. In that, you know, Desmond goes back and it looks like he's ready to run over Jack or John again. <laughs> Poor John, man. Uh, but Ben notices him, he calls him out, he recognizes him, and Desmond, you know, gives him the whole, I wasn't trying to hurt him, I was trying to help him, and starts pounding on Ben, which we know is something that happened in real life, because Ben went to try and kill Penny, and Desmond gave him a beating then, and it kind of, Ben starts to see the actual reality, because it's very similar, uh, I was going to say, is it, it, are we really looking bit. at? Are we really looking at Ben Linus if he's not covered in bruises and blood, or getting beaten on? <laughs> like, didn't you? Weren't you like immediately blasted back to the beginning of seeing Ben looking at him with the sling and the cut across his nose, and like he had it looked like his makeup it's, was exactly the same. It's Henry Gale all over again. Yes, yeah. yes, it is absolutely. Yeah, it's Henry. G That's a good pickup. I never even really thought of it, but you're right. He's in the sling. He's beaten up. It's it's Henry Gale all over again. Even with the cut across his nose, because I remember he had that cut across the nose for a really long time uh, as Henry Gale. 
when he was all beat up. He also has uh, a blue bruise in both the island and the flash sideways that I thought was significant. And then I read some trivia saying that um, uh, Henry Ian Kuzik. Kuzik, thank you. That that Desmond. Um, Did he actually hit him? Punched him. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's that's a real bruise. <laughs> well, that happens. That definitely happens. He probably um, felt so bad. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm, sure oh, I'm sorry, that. mate. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure he felt sorry, brother. About that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I loved the stuff that we got with Ben this episode. Especially, I actually really enjoyed both um, the the flash sideways and the reality part. Because uh, in the flash sideways, you know, we get that whole moment where he's getting beaten on by Desmond. Because you're right, it's not Ben if he's it's not significant for Ben if he's not getting pounded on, um, exactly. or he's, or he's not getting injured somehow. Um, but we see the connection with Alex again because Alex mm. comes back mm-hmm. and offers to give him a ride home. And who do we see in this episode come back? Danielle Rousseau. Um, she was wonderful. It was so nice to see her and just in her little French kitchen making coco van and you know, like it was just so wonderful. And I, I love, I love the line like when Alex invites him to dinner and he's like, no, and she's like, no, you can come to dinner even if it means we have to kidnap you. Right. <laughs> like, that irony oh. was not lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but seeing you know, kind of like I felt really. It made me really love Ben even more because Rousseau tells, you know, tells Ben or Dr. Linus rather that, you know, her father died when she was two. That's probably why she really connects to you. You're the closest thing to a father she's ever had and makes you kind of reflect on Ben from real life because he he was the father she never had. Um, And then at the same time to see Dr. Linus get choked up at that. Like, I was like, man, like, I just, I love this character so much. Yeah, he, Michael Emerson plays him just so beautifully. And to play Ben in this episode, especially, he's playing two different Bens. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, um, you see a change in Ben on the island and not for the better. It's He regresses in this episode. Um, the minute he gets back to his house and where he used to live, um, you know, I, I know that he always meant to kill Widmore. I love the way that he did kill oh, Widmore. Man, when he says he doesn't get to save his daughter. I, I feel that. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Like, I felt that to my core when he said that. Well, especially after he had already been reminded of Alex because Richard said that he buried her. Yeah, because Miles feels her mm-hmm. as they're walking yeah. over. Yeah. And so he's reminded of his daughter. He's, and I'm sure, you know, because there's places that I go that I am reminded of my sister all the time. And it brings you right back as if no time has passed. So my guess is that, you know, Miles feeling Alex, Richard telling Ben that he buried, um, Alex for him, for Ben, you know, coming back to his house where he raised Alex, um, you know, that probably brings everything back to the surface pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty easily, you know? Yeah. Um, And so then all of a sudden he sees Charles Woodmore, the man who is responsible for his daughter's death, his fake daughter's death, but for Alex's death. Yeah. I would, I would probably have the same feelings 
and possibly the same reaction if, you know, I was on the island. Yeah. You know, um, not and not, you know, in America or uh, in the real world where my actions have consequences. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where you can get away with it while you're on the island. There you go, right? Well, and, and Um, And I'm starting to question, is... Is Ben truly regressing or is he playing along? Because I feel like <clears throat> I feel like this is Ben proving that he can outcon the con man that conned him. Well, and maybe you're right, because he does say this is where I thought I was summoning the monster. Only to realize he was, he was actually he was summoning some- me. Right. Yeah. So maybe he's playing um the monster's game. So I, I did. I, I have that thought because I know that Ben is reformed. I know that he has changed mm-hmm. at this point. But you, you are led to believe that he is regressing. I think, and I think that's it. I think we're being led to believe that he's regressing. Where in reality, we're going to discover in the finale, he's he's pulling his own long con now. He's, right. He's trying short to long show con. the short long con. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's he's going to prove that he can outsmart the monster. I think a lot, uh, I, I think a lot of them are trying to do that. Right. Well, because they know now that the ultimate goal is that the monster, they have to kill him. Right. John, not Locke has to die. Um, I it's, know it's something that they discovered. It's something that they realized on their own. And it's something that Jacob tells them flat out. He, he has to die. It makes me sad that Kate keeps calling him Locke because he's not Locke. And not not like not not like we we call him not Locke, right? Like he is not space Locke. He's um he's the monster. Yeah. Well, and I I questioned that in this episode too, and it made me want, it made me curious. Does Kate know that that's not Locke? She might be one of the few people that doesn't know that yet, because no, nobody's I, nobody's no, flat think- out told her. I think Sawyer said whatever that is, that's not Locke or something like that. I think that they've had that because Kate and Sawyer have been together for a while. So even if we haven't seen it, I think that one would assume that Kate and Locke or Kate and Sawyer have had that discussion at this point. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, maybe she does know that and maybe she just maybe she's just in denial and doesn't want to believe it. Or she's just so shocked that her friends just died. That too. And she's been shot. And she just doesn't know what to call him other than Locke. Right. Because it is technically the, it's John Locke's face. I know. Poor Locke. Poor Locke. He would never, he would never, uh, um, consent to this. No, this is not what John would have done. No, this is nothing like John would have done. Um, Which is why I think, you know, Sawyer, is just like I know John Locke. You're not him. Just yeah. you know, flat out. You're well, sp- definitely not him. They spent enough time together. I mean, you you start to learn somebody at, 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 so about somebody's character within a right. short amount of time. Sawyer knew who John was, and yeah, like in that episode, where he says like, "You're not John Locke. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you are." So, um. Yeah, but it was very, uh, I I really did enjoy a lot of the stuff with Ben this episode. And I do really think this has been, we'll find out when we watch the finale. But I think, if I remember, I think this is just Ben playing the monsters game. Um, But he he does get something out of it in that he gets to kill Charles Whitmore. 
the man who and took Zoe his arm. dies. Man, okay. In that scene where we see Zoe in the kitchen before we see Whitmore, I let out an audible "ugh" <laughs> because I hated Zoe. And then just seeing Notlock just slit her throat, and Charles being like, "Why did you do that?" He's like, "Well, you told her not to talk to me. She was pointless." Right. She was pointless from the get-go. Yeah, she was pointless from bef- the get-go. She was pointless before that, but thanks, Charles. Yeah. If there's anything we have to thank Charles Whitmore for, it's for making Zoe even more pointless so that not lock slit her throat. Man, what a waste of a character. Like, I'm sorry to the actress that had to play her too, because she there was no point to that character. None. It just wasn't an appropriate portrayal of a character it never convinced me Mm. that portrayal of that character and it it probably has more to do with the writing than the than the actual actress and i'm Mm. saying that ahead of time um i was never convinced that that character that the character of zoe had any kind of authority that she had any kind of power that she was intimidating in any sense she she wasn't she was none of those things to me she was well, just. She had a baby voice half the time. Yeah. Anna Lucia would have been a much better character in that role, or a person uh, like Anna Lucia, like Michelle Rodriguez, like Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, you needed somebody with a more intimidating look. Yeah. To yeah, Michelle Rodriguez like that. fits that bill. And seeing Anna Lucia come back this episode was also great. Big smiles. Yeah. Big smiles. And I love it when Hurley is like, what's Anna Lucia doing here? Do I know you, Tubby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's right. We haven't met yet. Um, but yeah, so I and 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 even Desmond in that moment saying, like, oh, like, how come she doesn't remember me? And Desmond, like, well, it's not her time yet. Right. Meaning she hasn't woken up yet. Um and she's not in the church either. So it's, you know. It was a quick cameo to bring Michelle Rodriguez back for an episode. I enjoyed it. And I'll tell you what, like when Lost was airing, I wasn't a huge Michelle Rodriguez fan. I enjoyed her as Anna Lucia, but I wasn't a fan of uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Not to say I I disliked her. I just didn't Mm -hmm. know enough about her to enjoy her um, as an actress. But becoming such a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise as I am, I've grown to spend a lot of time with Michelle Rodriguez because she is in of the 10 movies. She is in seven of them. So I've grown to really enjoy her as an actress and enjoy seeing her whenever I see her pop up. So this rewatch of lost and seeing Anna Lucia made me enjoy and appreciate Anna Lucia even more. Yeah. Because of that new appreciation for Michelle Rodriguez. I love Michelle Rodriguez. I love her. Every single time I see her in anything, like Dungeons and Dragons, she was great She's in Dungeons and Dragons. great in Dungeons and Dragons. I, I love that movie. I do too. <laughs> and I want another one, like really bad. I, I don't know if it did well enough in the theaters to get another one. I don't know if it did. I know we're, we're derailed, but I, I, it, it's that movie is so good. I went and saw that in theaters with people yep. that I play D and D with. That's awesome. Which was a great outing. Like we all, there was like 15 of us. We all got together. We all went and saw that movie together. Um, I freaking cried at the end of that. Like I got choked up at the end of that movie. It was so much fun. 
And you're right. Michelle Rodriguez is fantastic in that movie. Her and Chris Pine together are phenomenal or great. But she's so good in that movie that I wish that she had played. um, I forget the the character's name, but in Quantum Mania, in the quantum realm, the warrior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Only because that was a miscast for me. And the whole time I was wishing it was Michelle Rodriguez. Like, the whole time God, now because I that actress because that actress that was in quantum mania she was also the androgynous looking um uh uh cadet or whatever in um andor oh which i never watched andor either what um, i was not a fan of it, that doesn't uh, of matter Rogue no One. we've talked about you yeah know we've what? talked about this we're going to just have a um, pin in that because Katie, I'm about to get mad at you. Katie M. O'Brien is the actress name um, because yeah. she has actually been, uh, she was at a, um, she was at a con that I worked. Um, and I'm not saying she's not a good actress. I think she was phenomenal in Andor, but wait, I don't see her list. Maybe this is not the same actress because she's not listed in Andor. She's in the Mandalorian. Oh, that's what I meant. She's in the Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah. So I, I I like her in The Mandalorian a lot, but and she was probably fine in Quantumania, but as a Michelle Rodriguez fan, I felt Michelle Rodriguez should have yeah. been in that movie. So I get that. let's get back to Lost. I get that. <laughs> but it was great. It was great seeing Anna Lucia pop up again. Yes. Because I forgot that's um that, that she did pop back up. At some point. I was half expecting to see MC Ganey open up that door. <laughs> man. Oh, man. How great would it be if we got to see Tom Friendly come back? It would be great. I don't think we do. No. I think we've I think we've come to the end of MC's role. Um, yeah. I, I oh God, I wish we could get him back on. But with the strikes, nothing is happening right now. Nope. Um, unfortunately, I would love to have him back Bunch on. A bunch of shows are about to be ruined for that, too. At some point. Um Although AMC did get a, a deal struck that they could go back to production on. Good. Can we get that deal for Stranger Things, please, before these kids age out of their roles? Can we get that deal for a lot of things? Can we just get these strikes to end, please? Um, it's this. This is just ridiculous. Anyways, lost. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I'm crossing off stuff that we've already talked about on my end. Yeah, it's where I would summon the monster. That's before I knew the monster was summoning me. So I want to talk about um, Jacob materializing in front of the candidates because I thought that that was fantastic. Um, It was a scene that I think that everybody's been waiting for for a really, really, really long time. Um, I love it when Hurley's like, wait a minute, you guys can actually see him? You can hear him? Um, I think that that was a a big relief for Hurley. Yeah. Jacob was actually there. Um, well, he didn't have to be a go between validation. Yeah. Well, right. But it's validation that, Hey guys, see, I told you I've been, I've been seeing stuff, you yeah. know, like what I've been seeing is actually what I've been seeing. Um, and it was just so great to get a lot of answers in, in that one scene with everybody. Well, one of the biggest one, one of the biggest answers that we got is the young version of Jacob that people have been seeing actually was Jacob. Yes. It wasn't anything taking the form of Jacob. It actually was Jacob. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that and the answers about uh, Kate. Yep. Um, Which you called that she was probably crossed off because she became a mother. Right. Um, and then also um, Jack and Sawyer got to kind of, and, and Hurley got to hear what Jacob's whole game plan has been this whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to guess at it anymore. They know now, you know, that they, that they have this reason. And I really like the fact that was it, was it Sawyer? Who's like, I was doing just fine before you. <laughs> no, you were Even weren't. before Jacob said, it, I go, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> None of you were, you guys all had terrible lives. Well, I mean, and in that moment too, you're right. Like he, Sawyer's the one that speaks up and says, I was doing just fine. And Jacob's like, no, you won't. But in that, no, you weren't. But in that moment, it also does a clip past the Jack and seeing Jack kind of like with his head down in thought, Jack knows. Jack knows he was not in a good place before he came to that island. Um, Kate, I'm sure, pretty no, pretty much knows. I think everybody knows Kate was not in a good place. No, she, she was, was on the. Though. She was a fugitive. Yeah. Um, Hurley was not in a good. And Jacob is absolutely right. And it's not. And it's something that we actually don't really think about until Jacob points it out. Yeah, it is the Jin and one, Sun were in a bad place. It is the one thing that all of these characters have had in common this entire time is that they were not in good places in their life before they arrived on that island. Even Rose and Bernard. Yep. I mean, yeah, everybody. Charlie every, was every, not. Charlie was not in a good place. Boone and and Shannon were not in good places. Claire. Yeah. Saeed. Um. Yeah. So, Mister Echo. I mean, he was literally, Jacob was choosing candidates of people who could be pulled from their lives mm. for a greater cause. Yeah. Um, he didn't pull anybody whose lives, who was in a good place in their life. Like, he literally pulled people that could be taken from their lives and probably would not be at a loss to never return. That is a really hard pill to swallow as a person, though, to know that you could be completely lifted out of your life and it wouldn't change a lot of people's lives. Like for Hurley's parents, their life got better. Yeah. Without Hurley. For um, Jack's ex-wife, her life never changed. Just, you know, she went along even, with her life. Even she his was mother. already remarried. Even Jack's even mother. mother. Yeah. Wouldn't have changed anything. Um, but that's Kate had that's something. Kate had nobody else. Sawyer had nobody else. Right. Charlie, Charlie was alienated from his brother. I mean, he had just finished visiting his brother who had a very good life. Yeah. And didn't need him anymore. You know, Claire's family, Claire's family that was going to adopt the baby, we find out later, was never going to adopt that baby. They changed their mind. Yeah. Um, you know, so for me, it would be just devastating to find out that my life did not matter in the grand scheme of things. And to find out in that moment after, you know, you've spent all this time on this Island and you've gone back to your life and you come, and then you come back to the Island and you've gone through all this trauma to just find out real point blank, short and sweet, that this guy that's been controlling your life the whole time says, you didn't really matter where you were. You're insignificant. Oh, 
That's like the one thing a person, a person never wants to hear. Well, because it's a fear. It is yeah. a legitimate fear of people's to realize that your life does not matter. Yeah. Um, you know, so much so that if you're lost along this journey, meaning you died along this journey, like Jin or Sun or Saeed. Now, Jin and Sun, I think, are different because they have a daughter. Yeah. So her life will now be affected without Jin and Sun. But I don't think anybody's life is affected without Charlie. Mm. I don't think anybody's life is affected without Saeed. You know, mm. he chose yeah, people whose lives were so insignificant at the time that had something happened to them along the way, it wouldn't matter to the rest of the world. That's heavy. It's very heavy. And Je I mean, and you can tell in that conversation, Jacob feels the weight of that. Mm -hmm. Because he even apologizes for that. Yeah. You know, because Kate says, like, well, what about Jin? What about Son? What about Saeed? And he's like, I'm sorry. He knows that that has been weighing on Jacob. But the one thing I did appreciate that came out of Jacob's speech is that he tells them, I wanted to give you the one thing I never got. A and choice. that's a choice. So they yeah. can choose to take the job now or they can leave. However, it is a double-edged sword because when they ask him what happens if none of us take the job, he says lots of bad things will happen. Well, now you're kind of forcing them to make a choice. They well, they are to. making a choice. They're making a choice out of the four of them. But you're kind of forcing them to do it. So you've kind of taken away the option of choice again by forcing them to choose someone to do it. No, I mean, there is the choice not to do it. They're just making that conscious choice. Okay. Knowing that, what the consequences will be. That's true. They know what the consequences are before they have the opportunity to make the choice. Yeah. And so Sawyer, Kate, and Hurley all Homer Simpson themselves into a hedge. <laughs> and Jack says, <laughs> I've lost Ben. He's left the screen. <laughs> I just pictured it. That's all it was. And then Jack's like, I'll do it. We all knew that that's what was going to happen. We knew Jack was the one that was going to step up. He was going to fight over this job. Nobody. I think Jack wanted the job before it was even offered to him. Well, he, he knew he was there for a reason. He knew he wasn't going to leave the island. He came back because he knew that that was his purpose. I mean... This is like you you've been saying the past couple of weeks we have our our man of faith in Jack Shepherd now. He is our shepherd. Finally. Yeah. Do you think had not Locke taken the form of someone else that John Locke would have been the man for the job? No. I'm I'm kind of convinced of the same thing. I don't know if John as much as I love John I don't think Locke would have been a strong enough person. I think he's, he's too easily manipulated. He's too weak-willed. I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. It's I, We were on the same wavelength for that one. Yeah. I agree. I think he was too weak-willed for the job. I think that that's why the monster took his form. Absolutely. Because we discussed this last week that um, Jacob's brother was also, you know, he was easily uh, manipulated as well. 
which is why he was so easily able to leave his mother and Jacob, go to these new people. He knew that they were bad people, but he stayed with them anyways because he wanted to get off the island. Um, I, I think that that the monster knows exactly who he needs to choose when he needs a body or a vessel or whatever. Well, this has been an incredibly long game for him. Yeah, a really long game. I mean, it's been... Jacob's been there, we learn last week, Jacob's been on that island for 2,000 years, and who knows how long uh, Mother was there before that. But it almost seems like this time around, something has changed. The game has changed. The plan is not playing out the way he wants it to be. Because the last thing we hear in this episode is not Locke saying, I'm just going to destroy the island. Because he knows, I think he knows that that's the only way he's going to get off the island is if there is no island. All of his plans have gone to shit. Yeah. The long game he planned is not playing out. No. And, you know, he is, we've learned that the monster is um, resourceful. Mm. So. But I also think we are now. flexible. Well, I also think now it's also an act of desperation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right on that. Yeah. That's this, better. This is an act of desperation now. It's his Hail Mary. Pretty much. So to speak. Yeah. And and somehow Desmond is the key to this. Which I love. Desmond has been such a bigger part of the entire story that we don't begin to realize until now. Yeah. Until I love this Desmond. season. He is, as you put it so eloquently a couple episodes back, Desmond is the constant. Yeah. We we he knew, is. we knew that in the smaller scale early on, but now we are seeing that in such a larger scale. Right. He is the constant. He is the one that is waking everybody up and bringing them together. He is the key to all of this. He is the key to them moving on. He is the key to them getting out of there. It is he is he is the key. He's also the key to them destroying the smoke monster. Is he? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember how. He has to pull the plug. Is it Desmond that pulls the plug? It's Desmond that pulls the plug. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was Desmond or Jack. Yeah. No. Well, Jack goes down to save Desmond. That's right. Desmond pops the cork. So he is the constant on both the flash sideways and in real time on the island. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I just I just love that character. I love how we have these wonderful recurring characters, side characters um, that are so fleshed out and so wonderful that when anything happens to them, we feel it deeply. You know, that to me, and we talked about this from the very beginning when we were talking about, um, when we were doing the pilot episode with Jason five, five years ago, um, (laughs) you know, we talked about how fleshed out these characters were from the very beginning. You get an, you get a very real sense of every dimension of these characters very, very early. And so as we see them grow to this point, I mean, we've really been on a journey with them and it's not that they were these like flat sitcom characters and now they're fully fleshed out characters. We're looking at fully fleshed out characters evolving into these people that we consider to be like people by the end. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it, it makes total sense because you're absolutely right. We have spent six seasons with these characters. We are invested yeah. in these characters now. We have seen these characters grow into completely different characters. It's almost like, <clears throat> and I'll make the comparison to Guardians of the Galaxy with this because there is a scene in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 at, spoiler alert if anybody hasn't seen it, but there is a scene <laughs> At the end of the movie where Groot says, I love you guys. Yeah. He doesn't say, I am Groot. He says, I love you guys. And James Gunn has come out and said, the director of the movie has come out and said, he is still saying, I am Groot. You have just spent so much time with these characters now that you understand him. Mm. Which I think Ooh. is such a great way to wrap up one of the ways to wrap up those characters is that to mm -hmm. everybody else, they still hear I am Groot, but you as an audience can understand him now, just like the rest of the guardians can. That's very beautifully done. And I appreciate that. I will never see that movie again, I know you won't. <laughs> but unless you edit it for me <laughs> <laughs> and unless, take everything out that I can't watch again, <laughs> unless they release the animal, animal cruelty free cut. Can we have that, James Gunn? Please, there can we be, have? I'll be honest, no with you, cry, I'm, the no cry version. I'm gonna look. There might be a fan edit of that, and I'll be nice. I'll check if there is. Um, if there is, I'll watch the shit out of that movie. But you know, but again, it's it's kind of like we've been watching these characters very similarly to the same way Jacob has. Right. We have been watching these characters almost through the eyes of Jacob. Yeah. Because we are seeing these characters become the characters that he chose to be candidates. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, you're totally right on yeah. that one. We are we are watching the we have been watching these characters like Jacob has been watching these characters. Except we're not. Well, there. and we're but at the same time, too, we're also seeing for the first time, I think, right now, what Jacob originally saw in these characters on why he chose them. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that are alone out there that, that would fit the bill of what Jacob is looking for as far as being able to be lifted out and everything's fine. But these guys had that special quality that made sense for the Island as well. Cause well, they were but, picked from all over the world. Well, and not only that, but picture, put this in the perspective too not only were they chosen from all over the world they were chosen from different points in their life mm, kate was chosen as a child sawyer was yeah. chosen as a child which means they were not just alone as adults they were alone as children did he pick them when they became alone i think that's it i think because Jacob went to Jin and Son when they got married on their wedding day. So what does that say about that? Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, and he also didn't appeal to Hurley until after they got off the island. Hmm, that's true, too. God, I love the show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because uh, I feel like we could take a really deep dive into just that one aspect of the show. Like why did Jacob touch each of these candidates when he touched them? And if I, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would have loved to have seen another episode of a flashback of Jacob, not with his brother or his mother, but post 
post not lock or post man in black, mm-hmm. but during maybe like during his times off the island. Yeah. Because we know there were other candidates. So maybe we could have seen him visiting some of these other candidates. Yeah. It would have been it would have been fun to see maybe another flashback episode of Jacob. Yeah, especially when you have such a good actor in Mark Pellegrino is a, is a fantastic character actor. I really really enjoy him. And I can't like I've said so many times on this podcast he will always be Jacob to me. Like whenever I see him in anything else, I'm like, Oh, Jacob is in this. (laughs) He's, I can't ever retain his name, Mark Pellegrino, because his name is Jacob in my (laughs) tiny little brain. (laughs) Well, and I've seen him in uh, quite a few other things as well. I know he was, um, he played a villainous role in Buffy, the vampire slayer. He was literally Mm -hmm. Lucifer in supernatural. Um, so he has, he has played a number of different roles, but he's always Jacob to you still. Right. Or no? Yes, I still constantly see him as Jacob. Um, and I... Oh, that was weird. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I heard thunder. I thought I heard... I heard something outside. The way that I, you I thought, turned, I thought a cat was just about to jump in, like, onto <laughs> your head. No. Um, sorry for all of you out there in podcast land. Um, no, so seeing um, Mark Pellegrino is like, I... I love seeing him. He will, of all the other roles I've seen him do, he will still always be uh, Jacob to me. Just the same way that um, uh, Titus will always be Man in Black. No matter every Ah. every other thing I've seen him in, he will, Titus Welliver will always be Man in Black. Um, And I I do want to. He was in Sons of Anarchy. Wasn't he also in Sons of Anarchy? Um, I think he was in Sons of Anarchy in the Ireland episodes. I know he was in The Town. Um, I love that movie. I don't. Have you seen The Town? Oh, God, yes. The There's... Town is like so, so good. Um, I do not see him listed in Sons of. Oh, yes, he was. He was. Yeah. Jimmy O'Fallon. 12 episodes in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Um, that was right after he did The Town, too. Um. But yeah, he and I want to say too. last week when we got feed with our feedback, Jason um, from San Jose sent us in as part of his voicemail. There was that little clip of the video that Mark and Titus did from San Diego yes. Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kristen and I found it online. There's more to it than just the audio clip that he played. We may have gone down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, we watched a bunch of different things. Uh, that clip is great that yeah. whole that whole thing the whole clip was great the two, the fact that they're they're both playing like bratty little brothers to each <laughs> yeah. other is it's so good i highly recommend it just go on i think just go on youtube and google um lost comic-con uh jacob and you'll probably i think that's how i found it lost comic-con jacob lost go Comic-Con jacob. <laughs> and search um, okay, now that you're back from doing that and your long dive, <laughs> let's let's return to our coverage of what they died for. That Ooh. wasn't that long of a dive. I no no no. I meant if they paused it just now. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. Golly, keep up. Um, I really don't have a lot left to talk about, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, let's see. What do I have? Um, I mean, we do get Desmond turning himself into Sawyer and Miles. 
uh, just so that he can be with uh, Kate and Saeed. Oh, how about the fact that we don't have to have the wine jug? You just need the prayer and some liquid yeah. and a cup. I thought about that too this episode because yeah, we talked a lot about that last week. Yeah. And yeah, the, there's nothing special about the wine. It's just wine. It's just the the prayer in Latin. And oh, I had it pulled up. And of course, I decided to uh, close it. So hang on one second. I'm going to try and get it back up again. Well, no, but while, and while you're looking for that, I will say too, we do get confirmation to one of the things I did mention last week in that even though you are immortal in age, you can still physically die because it did happen to Jacob. Jacob mm-hmm. says to Jack in this episode, you are like me now, which is what mother said to Jacob. Yes. So now Jack at this point has immortality of age. He is ageless. He is ageless. Right. But we do know he does die because the man he dies in his battle from the man in black or from not. Right. So again, confirmation from what I said last week, even though you are ageless, you can still physically perish. Yes, which, you know, Jack d- doesn't really get that long with his agelessness. <laughs> he no, doesn't he really get the, doesn't. the Richard vibes. Um, so what Jacob, Jacob performs the ritual with Jack that he did with Mother and Across the Sea, part of which is in Latin. He says, nom nom, which, so you got that, right? Which translated into English is because we don't accept this as a simple potion, but so that he shall be as one with me. Interesting. So it's not the potion, it's the ritual. It's, uh, you know, the prayer, for lack of a better term. It's, you know, the sharing of the cup. It's almost like it's um, communion. Yeah. Well, I even, I think that's one of the things I mentioned last week too, in that I don't even remember the term I used when Jacob drank from the wine. I want to say ordained, but I don't think that was the term I used. Um, but yeah, it, it it is basically like a baptism or a communion. It's more like a communion than a baptism because the baptism, you have to bathe in the water communion. Mm, you mm-hmm. drink of you drink of. Yeah. So yeah, it is definitely like more it that, like a communion than a baptism. Yeah. I also like it that um, Jack was like, uh, there's nothing beyond that bamboo field. And he goes, well, now that you're like me, there is, you'll find it. <laughs> so there's a scene in this episode and maybe, maybe you noticed it and you can help clarify it as well. There is a scene as they're walking through where Hurley notices something and he stops and he looks and doesn't see anything. I, I kind of almost took that as in Hurley senses that there's a cave, but Hmm. maybe they, I kind of, I kind of took that as in Hurley senses that like that's where the cave is. Hurley senses it, but he can't see it yet. Kind of like he was always supposed to be the one that drank from the cup. Yeah, which I guess, are uh, maybe are we going to see that next week? I don't remember Hurley ever drinking from the water, but maybe he does. Yeah, I don't know either. I do know that um, I did love the line that Hurley gives when he says, I'm just glad that isn't me. 
<laughs> like, oh, buddy. oh, you you're speaking a little too soon there, Hurley, bud. <laughs> and it's so funny because he's so happy to be the protector of the island once it happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so I, you know, this well, episode. He also, he also doesn't have man and black to contest with. <laughs> That's the That's protector true. of the island. Well, he's know, got Hurley's less, like a little duck. He's got less stress when he steps up to be the protector of the island. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's had enough stress in his life. I mean, they all have, but, you know, Hurley took Hurley a really long time to be okay with who he was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, other than that, I think I'm good. I think I'm good, too. I think, you know, Desmond turning himself in, we talked about Hurley and Jacob, Ben and not Locke. We kind of addressed a lot of this stuff. Um, I think... Yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have. Yeah, me too. Uh, for notes on the episode. But that just means we only have one episode left. Well, a two-part episode. Uh, we have the finale. One episode of the podcast left. Um, so uh, I'm going to bring it up now, and then we're going to play the feedback from Steve. Actually, we'll play the feedback from Steve first, because uh, that's usually how we do it. So We're going to um, get at least one mic drop. Because I said it during the episode when I was watching it. Did you? You'll, yeah, you'll <laughs> mic hear drop. it. Yeah, mic drop. So, uh, but yeah, we do have our voicemail from Steve this week. So let's play that now. Hello, Ben and Kristen. This is Steve. And yeah, I was totally blown away by your your theory. And I think you're absolutely correct the way you laid it out and explained it. And the fact, again, that there was a body of the brother that, that obviously the the Titus Wilver prior to Jacob killing him is his brother. But then... Uh, Man in Black is not his brother, just taking the form of his brother. It, it totally makes sense now, and uh, I understand it. So, uh, so many things that are coming clear. One of the things I wanted to pick up on also of your conversation, if if you consider the uh, new man in charge short as canon, I don't know if you guys have watched that yet. Um, I don't want to spoil it. I was going to spoil it for you, but I don't want to spoil it, but I'll give a little tiny spoiler for it. Uh, in that short, Hurley passes on the protectorate or possibly passes on the protectorate protectoration of the island to uh, another character so that may be why we see him in the church oh and you can edit that out if you think it's too spoilery or not canon and here we go what they died for <sighs> okay that previously on oh we got an eye-opening scene here at the beginning oh, good call whoa i don't know how good that could be for the baby claire eating a cereal called super brand i mean come on oh why is desmond pretending to be oceanic saying they found jack's coffin daddy nitpick too much but if the bullet went straight through kate isn't he gonna have to stitch both sides no seriously desmond you're not gonna run him down again are you well, ben's got him oh he just slapped ben and oh he slammed him against the hood Ooh. oh and now we know how he's gonna get ben to remember is by beating on him wow miles um ben and uh why is nestor carbonell's character escaping me now richard it, they're they're on a fool's errand because the plane's already been destroyed and the sub's been destroyed. <laughs> a secreter room. <laughs> Zoe and Charles Widmore. What is this true? So Charles had the plane wired with explosives as well as the explosives that, oh no, Locke's explosives went on the sub. So the ones on the plane, I'm confused. But now Charles Widmore says that Jacob invited him. So, okay. Obviously that's a Jacob's uh, visit we didn't see. That was off screen. A concert at uh, Cop Miles's father's museum. Obviously a, an opportunity for all of them to meet. Oh, and now Desmond is in jail with Kate and Saeed in the sideways flash. 
Wow. Hurley just got surprised by young Jacob Ghost. I don't know, but he wants the ashes of whatever. Oh, and now we have older Jacob. I had to pause because Jacob just said we're very close to the end. And this is the penultimate episode. Penultimate, where did that word come from? (laughs) I love Miles. Good luck with that. I'm out of here. And he just dips. And there's the chittering and so much for Richard. Wait, wait, that's, what's her name? The, Alex's actual birth mom. I'm blanking, but dang, we haven't seen her since season, what, two? That's crazy. She's going to give them a ride home. Wow. Hey, I only have the use of one hand right now, too. So I, I, I feel Ben Linus's pain. Her name, Marceau, Marcel? Rousseau, that was her name. Well, that's kind of a sweet moment between Ben and Rousseau, but now he's leading uh, not Locke to kill the others, so whatever. Wow, cold Ben. He just shot Charles. He doesn't get to save his daughter. Mm. Wait, wait. They they can see? Why can Jack, Kate, and Sawyer see him now? Uh, Jacob, I mean. Oh, what they died for. He just said the title of the episode, <laughs> Mic Drop. Of course, they're not going to show us everything he says to them about protecting the island when the ashes burn yeah, out. So Locke, uh, Sideways Locke just told Jack he might want to be fixed, and we come back to um, the others around the fire. Maybe Jacob is going to tell us everything. Okay, so Jack steps up to become protector of the other island. <laughs> Jack and his God complex and Hugo saying, Oh, I'm glad it's not me, but we know what the end is. So Jack just drank the, whatever the water that Jacob blessed with his Latin phrases, Starbucks order, whatever. And now he's like Jacob. Oh, Anna Lucia is the ambulance is the, the, the prison driver jail person. Crazy. And it looks like Desmond has Hugo's car. Oh, nice. Not knowing you. And she's not coming with us. Wow, she's not ready yet. Wow, Desmond. Oh, and the concert at the museum is going to be the, the 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 quintessential, the place. Wow. And that dress is going to look amazing on Kate. Oh, okay. Here we go to the finale. <laughs> that, that last comment kind of came out of nowhere. Well, it that was a very sexy dress. I know what he's talking about. And it's so funny because I'm pretty sure that was a strapless dress. And the uh, the hanger, uh, the hanger tabs or whatever were hot pink. So it, that was just interesting. So I'm wondering if that's actually going to be straps on her dress next week or if it's strapless because it looked like a strapless dress, but those hot pink hanger, hanger upper girls know what I'm talking about. Um, well, don't, I mean, and don't ask me how I know this, but don't strapless dresses still have things on the inside so that you can hang them? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Those little things on the inside. Yeah. They were hot pink. They weren't black. And the dress was black. Oh, that would, yeah, that so, would be we'll weird. we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I, love how, I love how Steve started this off with like, uh, this is a spoiler, but not really a spoiler. I don't want to spoil anything, but this might be a spoiler. So maybe it's a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> he didn't know if it was a spoiler or not. Um, he did mention the, uh, the eye opening, which we didn't really talk about. Right. Um, because the finale ends... As an eye closing. With an eye closing, which is a perfect mm-hmm. bookend for the way. Um, and Steve, just to answer your question, um, ult- the word ultimate means last in Latin. So penultimate means next to last. That's where the term penultimate came from. Uh, and it, As always, it's Latin. and it, Right? It could have been worse, Steve, too, because we referred to this episode as the penultimate. But third la- from third from last in Latin means antipenultimate, which we didn't use that. 
Thank God. I know. It's too much. It's too long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But again, I will reiterate, as we did in the beginning of the podcast, we want your feedback for this. Let us know. We are at the finale. Um, It doesn't even need to be long either. No. Just give us quick little blurbs. Um, You don't have to leave a voicemail. You can type it out, and we will read it for you. It is perfectly fine. But like, let us know your thoughts on the finale what they were at the time. Have they changed since listening to the podcast? Um, do you think it's better? Do you think it's worse? Uh, what do you think of the podcast? Are you excited about Ted Lasso? Whatever it is, let us know. Um, and we will we will use it next week. Again, easiest way, revisitedpod.com. It's where you can go to like, listen, and subscribe, as well as uh, send feedback or email us directly, feedback at revisitedpod.com. Uh, type up an email, record yourself in a voicemail, and send it. Anyway, uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, recommendations for this week. You can't use Ahsoka because you already used it. <laughs> recommendations for this week. I mean, you can I don't if have you any. want to. I, I, I don't have, have any. Okay, I have good. Um, none. So there is a brand new game from on Xbox that is releasing this week. Um if just you, Xbox? It's only on Xbox. Um, if it, if you bought the digital version, you were able to play it early. You were able to play it as of September 1st. So it's been out for two days if you have the deluxe version. Um, I had the game already, and I was going to have to wait until September 6th. But I had so many people I know who were already playing it because they bought the deluxe version that I bought the upgrade to the deluxe version so that I could start playing it and FOMO it, it really was FOMO uh, but it's a game called Starfield and it is a oh you've told me about this it is a massive brand new universe uh, by Bethesda who do like alt, um, Skyrim and Fallout and a bunch of other is games it like so open world it's very open world yeah there's over like a thousand planets you can visit uh, so it's very open world. I know I'm going to be spending a lot of time in it, at least until Spider-Man 2 comes out in October. And then I will be playing Spider-Man 2. Mm. Until I beat Spider-Man 2, and then I'll go back to Starfield. And I have still mm. yet to play. I have I have it, but I've still yet to start Hogwarts. It's so good. I know. I want to play it's it. So good. It's I so fun. Play it. I need a new game. I think I'm going to do... Um... Star Wars, the we have, I think it's either Survivor or Fallout. I can't remember which one we have. Jedi, we have one of them. Uh, yeah, I, I think Jedi Survivor is the first one. I think. I okay. Can, I Adam's think been playing it a lot lately and it looks fun. But I really want to play that new game that's coming out that is really, that is Star Wars Open World. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Old. Sorry, uh, Jedi Fallen Order is the first one. Fallen Order. Jedi Survivor is the second one. We have one of the two. I can't remember. But yeah, I'm looking and forward. And then what's the new one going to be called? Um, it, and when does it come out? I think it's like Outlaw. Outlaw. I think you're right. Star Wars Outlaws. Yep. When does yeah, that come out? That's what I'm looking forward to, too. Uh, let's see. Set to release in 2024. Well, that sucks. Yeah, but the way time moves, it'll be here before you know it. <sighs> All right. I 
I need it because I need the time to get through Starfield and Spider-Man. So, Ugh, and then yes. start Hogwarts. So busy. So, so busy with video games. Don't, don't, I'm really not. I just don't have a lot of time to play video games. I totally get it. I, I don't have time for anything anymore. Like, I'm so glad that we get this time together every week because seriously, like Monday through Friday, my whole life is work. Yeah. It's very pathetic and sad. I'm, I'm excited because, so door dashing is starting to pick back up again, which is good because this, this summer sucked. Um, but the other thing I'm really excited for is because up here in PA, I have officially retired my shorts and I've switched back to jeans and oh, I'm, I'm so jealous. So happy about that. Yeah. All of most of my, um, my work wear for school is, um, is fall and winter wear. So I always struggle in the beginning of the school year and the end of the school year. I wear the same like four dresses. And then once we get to, once we get to colder months, I'm like, yes, this, I've got the pants and the sweaters and the cardigans. This, this <laughs> week is going back up into like the high eighties, early, like low nineties. I don't yeah. care. I'm, I'm in jeans mode now. I don't care. Um, it is I, so hot. I, I, I look forward to the time of year where I get to trade in shorts and t-shirts for jeans and hoodies. Yeah. It is my favorite time of year. Flannel sheets. That's what I get yep. excited about. Yep. Switching over to flannel sheets. I get so excited. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm, I really, really do. It's the little things. So any final notes before we get out of here? No. Hope everybody had a good Labor Day weekend. You'll be listening to this when it's wrapping up, Labor Day weekend is wrapping up. So hope everybody had a really good Labor Day weekend. Yeah, me too. Yeah, this is launching. This is dropping on Labor Day. So yeah, I am very happy about a three-day weekend. We're going um, We're going to go down to my aunt's house in Charlotte and have a family dip and sip. Burgers, hot dogs, and the pool. Hey, I'm having burgers and dogs today, later on today too. Yay, that'll be fun. And I'm taking my... Uh, my computer with me so that I can do schoolwork. Oh, fun. Yay. That's fun. Yep. So, all right, then on that note, thank you as always for being a part of this. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing all that you guys do. But until next time, Oh, I got to think of something different than what, how we end this for after next. See you back on the pitch. Ah, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry. Um, Oh, and (laughs) we are going to do, um, so next week is the finale. Uh, we are going to do a quick little bonus episode to fit in between the finale and Ted Lasso, where we will talk about New Man in Charge. Um, it's only an 11 minute short, so we're not going to talk in length about it, but we'll do yep. we'll do like a quick maybe like 20, 30 minutes uh, discussion on it in some time in between. Uh, but back to what I was saying. Uh, until next time, we'll see you guys further on down that rabbit hole. Take care. Bye. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back!